Hey guys, Jacob here. Just some audio I wanted to throw in before you listen to the episode. Obviously, this very first episode is super scuffed. The audio is messed up in some parts. I'll try and edit out some parts in the middle that were like weird lull areas. Um, but we'll see how that turns out. Like I said, the audio is messed up. The video, just because of how I ended up having to turn out with the timing I really wanted to put this out and the limitations we had with Nick's computer and my computer and such, had to record this week with this really shitty program, which ended up leaving a massive watermark across the whole screen that you'll see on the YouTube cast if you watch that, which does kind of ruin it in a way. But you can still catch the audio cast on Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, Overcast, or any other podcast service that you listen to. Hopefully it sounds alright this week. Um, just really wanted to get this first episode out and ready. And then next week we'll definitely improve and it should be a lot better visually and sonically. So thanks for checking it out and it'll be better. <laughs> thanks guys. All right, what's up and how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? I am your host, Jacob Nestor, and we are in the closet. Today I'm joined by Nick Sailing. What's up, Nick? How's it going? What's up, man? I'm, I'm doing great over yeah. here. <laughs> right hot on, ass, right hot on. Ass, hot ass closet right yeah, now. Yeah, it's fucking so hot out here. We recorded it. We're recording this at probably the worst time we could pick to record it when it's the hottest time of the day. But. We got to get this shit out there, though. We got to get it out there. We've already delayed it for a week because of 100%. Nick. You wanna? What happened? What happened? What happened with that? Why did uh, it come out last week? Do I want to embarrass myself? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we tried to get this set up last week, and we got everything rolling for the most part. Um, and I was like, "All right, let's get on Discord. Let's do this thing." And then uh, I got. Fucking blue screened, Man. fucking four year old laptop. Shits yeah. the bed, bro. Um, it so shits rough. the bed uh, at the at the right moment. So Absolute we're tragedy. on my mm-hmm. we're on my phone today. Yeah. Because of the because mm-hmm. of the we're laptop. making it work though. We're here and we're gonna make it work. So let's fucking get into it, bro. It's gonna be top five of the year. Okay, you got yours ready, of course. Uh, yeah. Let All me. Right pull it up here yeah here i'll go i'll go first my number five let's hear him it's palm springs dude i i I went with palm springs for number five and so i'm not going to talk about it much right now just because um obviously we're going to go into it more later but obviously it's at my number five i really love this movie yeah what's your number five man it's great uh number five is uh (laughs) funny enough it's palm springs as well (laughs) Uh, that's oh, funny as hell. Thought? Whoa, who'd have thought? I mean, how many how many movies yeah. have you watched this year? Do you know? I've I've watched actually quite okay. a few. Uh, I, I got, being home in quarantine. Oh uh, yeah, I got my I got a on Letterbox. Check me out. Got a ongoing list whenever I watch a 2020 release, like ranking them in the order. So obviously you'll see this list on there alongside everything oh, nice. else I watched this year. But yeah. <laughs> nice. Cool. That, that's convenient that we both have it at number five. All right, that makes it quick and easy. Yeah. Number four, I had Swallow at number four. Did you catch this? Swallow? I did not. Yo, no, that's okay. on my list though. Swallow. Okay, okay. Can I say? Can I say something first? Okay, like, okay. I was about to say it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like I was about to see it, and like you told me, like forget that it was horror. <laughs> like it was horror. Yeah. Like in the trailer and shit, and I was like, okay fire this is my jam and it looked fucking wild and then you were like bruh don't go into it with like a horror like motive oh, I'm, and I'm like I'm, I kind of I don't think you ruined it because I'm yeah. totally gonna check it out but it like made me like oh well let's mm-hmm. I guess evil dead for the 34th time tonight again so yeah uh, yeah this movie is definitely not a horror movie it's a straight up psychological drama with like th- it's thriller in the way that it's shot in the musical cues. It's a thriller, um, but it is, it's definitely not. It's all about the drama. It's this deeply, deeply personal movie about this woman who's slowly losing control of her life through a marriage and tries to... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. No spoilers, that's it. man. That's no it. spoilers. That's it. That's it. That's it. You're right. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. Nice guy. 
I'm, I'll probably check it's it out. It's fucking awesome. It's a, it's later. one of many directorial debuts on this list. I forgot to say, um, this is a directorial debut. I'm pretty sure. Swallow, uh, Palm Springs was a directorial debut, and I got a was few, it? I got a few more coming too. I think I think I got a few more directorial debuts coming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four for you. So, so. Number four for me. Sorry, I'm on multitasking here. Uh, oh. Whoa, whoa. Audio got crazy right there. You good? Uh -oh. Your well, audio is just going crazy that? right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll try. It... I'll do my, I'll try my best. It's fine. What's it's it like fine. It's, not, it's good now. It was just okay. why, it's why you're moving sorry, and it man. gets fucked up. It's okay. I'm really sorry. Dude. <laughs> okay. I'm really sorry, bro. <laughs> number four. Let's get it. Uh, so number four, yeah, I got Vivarium here. Uh, this is, yeah. I don't believe this is a directorial debut, mm -hmm. but this, uh, this movie was a, uh, a Garrett Shanley written movie. Uh, okay, maybe, yeah, this guy might be first time director. Oh, uh, Larkin Finnegan. Okay, I haven't, I haven't heard, heard of this guy ever. I haven't heard the name. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, but I, I do know Garrett, uh, Shanley from, uh, uh, where was he from? He was on 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay. And yeah, so Vivarium is fucking bonkers, man. Like, uh, I remember texting you. I don't know. Have you seen this movie? I haven't. I know. I know. I I need to check. No, it you're out. good. It's supposed to be crazy. Well, here, it's right up my alley. Here's sure. the thing. It's my number four this year, but so far, but this is a movie that I totally gotta warn someone. I wouldn't totally recommend this movie. This is. Like, I might sound fucking pretentious as hell, but, like, this movie, like, is kind of triggering for some shit. Like, I, and, and there's a lot of loud noises. That's, I appreciate that. Lots yeah, of that, loud that, noises. That's a, that's a good note to say for sure. And uh, I, that's kind of the same for Swallow. Uh, like I said, it's about a woman swallowing mm. inanimate objects. It gets pretty fucking disturbing uh, sometimes, but that's uh, kind of the magic to it. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. But it's it's definitely fucking weird. And if that's something that can really bother you, I'm glad. I, maybe I'm, pass yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, Vivarium, Vivarium might fucking bother you. I won't give too much away. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just say a couple is looking for a home, and uh, th this is in the trailer. They get uh -huh. end up stuck in like a neighborhood yeah, where every yeah. house looks the same. That's all I'll say. Mm -hmm. I totally okay. recommend this movie. Yeah, I, um, when, when, Jesse uh, Eisenberg. when I, I heard about that oh. plot description, uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I remember thinking it almost sounded like Palm Springs, and so I texted you, yo, I, I want to watch Vivarium tonight, but I don't want to watch another like Palm Springs-esque movie right after, and you're like, it's nothing oh. like it. I'm like, uh, no, it totally I, it's, yeah, oops. it's nothing like Palm I gotta, Springs. I still got to see it. Watch it when for you sure. can, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, but man. yeah, I, I, I do believe uh, that's pretty funny <laughs> that both of us had some disturbing ass moves in our number four. Yeah, yeah. Um, and next up, number three. Uh, I know you might got this on your. I know you've got this on there. Nobody knows I'm here. <laughs> Yo, this movie. Not Nobody, my number three. That okay? That's fine. That's fine. Obviously, we'll get into it. No, actually, where do you have it? Where do you have it? I'm not. I'm not telling you. You'll find out. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, nobody knows I'm here. It's a Netflix original movie by another uh, first-time director. It's um, Gaspar Antio. Has Jorge Garcia starring in it. It's just a really beautiful look into seclusion and loneliness, and um, just uh, that and regret and um, what it can really do to someone. And it looks at it in a really humane interesting way while also showing like these really cool fantastical elements throughout i i do have some gripes with it i didn't talk about this with other movies i do have some gripes with it where i honestly wish it was longer i wish it built up the relationship between the man and the girl a little mm. bit more but uh, mm. i mean yeah. I, I i really really loved this one for sure um yeah yeah that that's 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 my take on it yeah no i uh I guess spoilers. It's on my list. It'll, it'll come up in a bit, mm -hmm. uh, but I'll, I'll say right now, yeah, uh, this movie's amazing. It's fantastic. Like, it's definitely one of the best I've seen this year, and for the reason, like, is the performances in it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, just get into it. Yeah, Let's man, get into it. Great. Let's get into it. What is it? Just yeah? reveal it. Yeah. What's what is it on your number? Let's get into it. Uh, okay, we're going what? off here, but it's my it's number. Matter. It's my number four. So it would have been the next one. You mean it's uh, your number? You mean it's your number two? My bad. My number two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. my number two, um, because it's fantastic. Yeah. And it was, it made me, it made me fucking tear up, man. It was. Yeah. It's I an incredible, it's an incredible story, with uh, I gotta say the main character is someone that you may have trouble rooting for, um, but it's. That that I think that sorry to interrupt, but I do think that's kind of uh, hmm. the beauty in it, and the way that it does make you understand I, yeah, not it, only absolutely. him but all of the other characters involved in it. So it it really doesn't feel like it has an agenda. It really is showing how things really are by showing the differing sides and and viewpoints of everyone involved in what's going on in the movie, which is awesome. I. That's the best way you can summarize that. I also want to point out, if there's any, like, horror-type people listening, um, this movie's not a horror movie, but there's one scene in particular where it's fucking... It makes me, like... It's like horror, psychological horror yeah, level. Yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. I'm not going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. I know you do. Um, and then... This, this the vibe in this movie, especially the beginning of this movie... Mm-hmm. Is feels very suspenseful. It's it's a it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. It, it's just I don't know. It, and it turned out to be, like you know something I yeah. didn't expect. Yeah, I it's, dug it's, it. It really. Is that was awesome. my number four. Right, number two. That was my number four. We went out of order, man. Yeah. Oh, number two. I'm so <laughs> okay. Sorry, I can't. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm bam, so sorry, bro. Bam. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's fucking bleep. I bleep that out. Uh, okay. So number three, right? Okay, what's your number three? I chose, yeah, I chose The Hunt. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, here, let me hear it. Because uh, I'm, yeah, I'm honestly not sold on this movie right now. This Pitch movie it to me. surprised me. To pitch it to you? Okay, what am I, the fucking Warner Bros. executive? Like, okay. Uh, twelve. Here, I'll give you the Google okay. thing. Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. Okay, no, I mean, okay. like, give me, obviously. I know what, I, yeah, I know yeah, what it's yeah. about, uh, I know what it's about. It's a, it's a, I guess, political movie uh, about liberal elites hunting bootstrap Republican Americans for sport. Um, Interesting. It's, and it's one, it's, it's the, uh, <laughs> it's very political and it's probably and- one of the funniest comedies of the year. Really? Okay. Yeah. This this movie is, was so unexpected. Um, I can't, it's, I don't want to spoil this movie. I will yeah. say, though, Betty uh, Gilpin, mm-hmm. who I've only seen in Glow, mm-hmm. uh, the Netflix Netflix series, uh, she's fucking amazing in this movie, and uh, she's she steals the movie. This I I think I think the dialogue uh, was. Uh, can be kind of cringy, but at a lot of points it's crucial to okay. the comedy, man. And like it's just, it's just, it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I I can't spoil it, but no. It, also, if, if I I I almost appreciate uh, in how honest you are with saying that it does get cringy at times, but um, oh, it can. I it can. I definitely need to check it out. Oh please, check it out. I, I recommend I, I recommend this to anybody because even if you're like not into political shit, you'll find this movie probably pretty funny this movie's uh got some great action scenes in it and i don't know man it's 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 all wrapped up in this blumhouse uh original and Mm -hmm. i dig it nice nice. it it was supposed to come out last year actually that's right i remember remember that that. i remember that yeah it was supposed to come out around november time and then trump put a tweet out (laughs) talking about this movie that's right (laughs) Um and they they pulled it they pulled it and they released it yeah. right before the pandemic. Remember they didn't they didn't pull it because of Trump's tweet right they pulled it. For I think they did, reason. bro. Really interesting. Okay, uh, maybe interesting because nothing was going on really around that time, like, except <laughs> guess... for Trump saying like this movie is you know fucking shitting on the de- uh, Republicans. Yeah. I don't know. 
Some stupid <laughs> ass fucking take. Some dumbass fucking whatever. Mm -hmm. We right. say fuck Donald so, Trump on this podcast. 100%. We wrap that 100%. Black lives, Black lives Matter. Fuck Donald Trump. All cops are bastards. Defund the police. Defund the police. All that shit. You know that's what we rep here always. In the fucking closet. Obviously, we're for gay rights in here, bro. You know, you don't have to question us on anything. Anything you fucking. You 100%. Know, we, we support anybody and everything on this podcast. Join in. I gotta go into my number two. It's never, rarely, sometimes, always. Bro, okay. have you heard of this movie? I don't know this movie. So this no, movie, explain. this is by, is this, is this a first time director? No, it's not a first time director. Sorry. Yeah, she's done a few things. Um, it's Eliza Hitman. This came out this year, obviously. It is with a first time actress, though, Sydney Flanagan. She plays um, the lead, and she is just incredible in this movie. It follows a girl and her cousin uh, traveling to New York to help get the girl an abortion because they live in a very conservative area. Oh, I, I've, I've heard this. Yeah, you, I I, mean, you might have told me about this. Oh, so this movie, obviously, it, it's, a, it's definitely a tearjerker, but pff, this movie tires you out. It, it The way it just wears you down constantly with... It's it portrays life so perfectly in the um, all the little things, uh, the awkwardnesses in life, and all the scrutinies that like a woman goes through in um, the U.S. or just anywhere in the world really in day to day life, alongside just other real emotions on how people act in every day to day life. That paired alongside this really really sad story of this girl just watching her come to terms with what's going on and trying to deal with it is just incredible and touching and beautiful and sad and so important and it easily one of the best performances of the year i really hope it's not forgotten by the end of the year <laughs> like i said cindy flanagan her first movie role ever blows out of the park it's so so touching and by the end it just you just feel so tired and <laughs> it's awesome it really yeah. is just something awesome. so important yeah. i really think a lot of people should watch very cool mm -hmm. i love directorial debuts especially if they're great um, no this wasn't awesome. a directorial debut this wasn't oh yeah so the only yeah. directorial debuts i had on my list were um it was palm spring swallow and nobody knows i'm here my top two are oh okay my so bad. nobody never rarely sometimes always and then I'm my next one which I don't know I think we might have the top one but maybe I'm completely off. Do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first, yeah. Uh, I rewatched this movie the other day, just to confirm what I was feeling already. So far, top of the year for me is. Lee Winnell's Invisible Man. Wow. Okay. Okay. That is not mine. Yo. Okay. Yo. Wow. Yeah. Yo. I I actually Dude, have that uh, at number nine of the year, but um, I oh love that movie. Went, I went, love that movie though. I love that movie. You extended your list. <laughs> Bro, I told you I got that list on Letterboxd the whole year. Oh yeah. True. But, um, okay. Yeah, no. this is your number that, nine. I, I, I love this movie though. You know, pitch it though. Yeah, this movie. Why do you love it so much? Yo, tell me about it. Uh, Elizabeth Moss. Yo, Moth Moss. Yo, the Scientology shit's kind of weird, but she's a pretty damn good actress, and this might be her best role that I've seen her in. Okay. Um, okay. That's kind of a bold movie, claim because you're uh, you've seen Mad Men, right? I haven't seen Mad Men. But I think you've seen I've Mad not Mad. seen Man Mid. Oh, okay, no. okay. Never mind. Oh, never mind. Whoa. She's in that? Yeah, Is that's, that where like, she that's like, start? like that and like Hands Maiden's Tale, I think, are like the big ones for her. But never mind. Oh, uh, oh yeah, she's Move in that. Move that shit, I guess. Keep going. No, it's all good. I've only seen her in, I think, movies. Um, I saw her in that Shirley movie, and I thought that yeah. was kind of eh. But, Whoa. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> I think Six. Invisible Man's great, and I think it's her best performance. Uh, not only that, but it's, it's some of her best, like, stunt work. She did everything. Uh, she got fucking tossed around by 
uh, a green screen basically the whole movie. Um, she had to, you know, basically act like there was an invisible guy there. And, uh, I don't know. It, it was really cool. And this movie takes the original Invisible Man and scrubs it because it's a completely uh, re-envisioned Invisible Man as a very techie, like, uh, Invisible Man, which is very cool. It's 2020, updated a little bit. Um, the director is Lee Winnell, who did Upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen Upgrade? Upgrade? He did Saw, right? So Lee Winnell did start on Saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did, like, I think four of the movies. He wrote four of the movies. He started in the first one. I love the uh, first Saw movie. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah, the first man. Saw movie. I love, Saw. I love this one. Upgrade's awesome. I, I, Upgrade's great. I would say Lee Winnell's had his hand in a few other horror gems that have I come out. I think you're in the right, but I just don't 20, know. 15 years. Yeah, oh, no, he totally has got his he's hand. He's definitely been working over behind stuff. the scenes throughout the years, you know, fucking mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, he's, he's uh, started to do more directing. And with Jason Blum as his producer, I think he could do a lot of good. This this movie was fantastic. I think it made like 150 box office, um, and it, it was seven million dollars to make. They made it in 40 days, bro. Wow, like that's this, that's kind of yeah, insane. It, it's insane, man. Because this movie looks like a 50 40 dollar budget movie. It, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, great movie. Maybe sure. not. Maybe not that much. Maybe maybe twenty. But <laughs> the fact that yeah. uh, Jason Blum from Blumhouse can work with these directors, um, work with these uh, producers to make uh, like thirty movies in with two million dollars, they spend sixty million dollars a year on thirty movies, like little horror movies. Sometimes they're really shit, but mm-hmm. sometimes they're yeah. really good. I yeah, I actually and they, watched this they other make a great one profit on, accident after that. on Hulu the other day. I was like, what is this shit? And then I looked it up. And I'm you like, see Blumhouse. Oh, Blumhouse. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Well, I'm, I, I'm interested. Oh, fuck, bro. I'll, I'll Embarrass it yourself. I'll it was terrible. It, it was it was horrible. Oh my god. It was about like her. this um dude in an asylum. Um, who thinks he's the president? Shutter <laughs> Island? <laughs> no, dude, I cannot think of the name of this at all. I, 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 I'm looking. I, I, heard I saw it on Hulu, obviously. The current occupant. The current occupant. Trash. Don't oh, watch it. Don't watch it. Who's in the. Who's I in it? I could not fucking tell you. Um, oh really? Okay, yeah. Dude. No, I'm not. I'm not really interested. Trash. I don't know That's why I bad. watched it. No, they make. Um, they make. They put out like at least. Sorry, Blumhouse. They put out at least sorry, like forty. Sorry, everyone who worked on that movie. I mean, they're getting paid, so. It's whatever. Honestly, okay. no. Fuck. Fucking. Dude, it's fucking, cool. You made some dope. You made some shit. I'm sure other people like it. <laughs> Just not. Not and, my thing. And their, their profit margins insane. Yeah. So they, anyway. they're doing something right. Yeah. All right. Tie it back around. That was my number one, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that movie for sure. That's really cool. It's great. My number one though. It's good. First cow. First cow. Yeah. Kelly Reichardt. Cow. This is my first Kelly Reichardt movie. I didn't realize how popular she was. Honestly, she's a really prolific uh, filmmaker of the uh, past twenty years, probably. Uh, and I mm-hmm. definitely need to check out more of her stuff. I haven't yet, which is sad. But first cow. Man, this movie really blew me away. It, it top to bottom, it is just one of the best buddy stories of all time. Straight up, the one of the best duos of all time. Their love and honesty and care for each other, it feels so real and honest through their acting and the framing and um, how they interact with each other and interact with others. Um, this movie, I, I remember texting you this as well. Uh, this movie shoots night so well. I always really mm. dislike when movies shoot nighttime, that's, like way too dark. But and I'm on a, I've actually heard that criticism on this movie. I didn't. I don't get that at all. I thought the night scenes were clear, perfect, and beautiful, and they were some of the most emotional moment moments in the entire movie for sure. And I mean, it just 
there's so much style in it. It almost reminds me of I I I'm gonna I use this comparison a lot, but a Wes Anderson esque style with the hyper specific framing. It had a four by three aspect ratio, you know. Um, mm. It had mm. this really heightened dark comedy with these really kooky characters and interesting scenarios. It's it really just is means so much, and I think it's on a technical level is just really perfect, honestly. And the story is just so beautiful, moving, and so unique, and really, all all the different type of ways you can with the music and the cinematography and the directing. It's mm-hmm. it's some it's a must watch for sure. It's it really blew me away. Yeah, this is something I haven't checked out yet. This is a twenty four, correct? I believe so. Okay. And you know me, a twenty four slut here, of course. One hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, first cow looks very interesting. So I'm definitely gonna check it out. Mm-hmm. Very cool that it's your number one. Uh, I'm yeah. very excited to see. Like you told told me, this movie's almost all like at night. Uh, a a lot exciting. of it. A lot, like a lot of like the biggest sure. scenes are at night. It's yeah, sure. it's dope. Good I'm, stuff. I'm Good stuff for, for that. sure. It does also, uh, I I know this was was this was filmed in Oregon, correct? I believe so. If it if it's not, if it wasn't filmed in Oregon, it takes place in Oregon. I'm pretty sure it was okay. filmed here, though. It looks like it was. At shout least. out! If it wasn't, Oregon, oh though. my god, the production design and costume design, out of this fucking world. Oh, insane! Just gotta nice. watch it. Every character is so lush and unique, and this oh, I can't I can't stop talking about it. It's way too good. Definitely need to catch the shit. First cow, Kelly Reichart, absolutely. All right. Good shit. Yeah, that's it. That's at our top five. Um, Let's just run run it back down, top to bottom. Mine is first cow, never rarely, sometimes always. Nobody knows I'm here. Swallow and Palm Springs. What was yours? Uh, From five to number one, (laughs) Palm Springs, Bavarium, The Hunt, Nobody Knows I'm Here, and Invisible Man. Right on, right on. All right. That concludes that segment. We're going to move on into our review of Palm Springs. Now, this is going to be a spoiler review. We're probably going to get into spoilers pretty quickly. When are, I, are we do, are we, okay. When are we doing the uh, what we've done this week? What we saw this week? Yo! I completely forgot about that segment. I completely forgot about that segment. We should. You want to do that right now? I got my notes, man. Yo! Let's do it. I completely forgot. Go into it. Tell me that okay. shit. I got. I. I got. I got some shit. Let me pull that up. <laughs> nice catch. Thank you. That's why. That's why Nick's the. Um, co- that's why Nick's the co-host. Is this like? Are you gonna cut all this shit? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Fuck it. Uh, okay, I'll start it off. Do you want me to go in depth with this? Uh no. Like, Spo- spoiler free. No. Just kind of. It's you know something stuff that you want to highlight. Alright, so I haven't seen too much this week. I've been kind of busy, but uh, I put in some time to watch Doctor Sleep again. Okay, uh, okay. Probably, probably my third time seeing it. Yeah. It was my favorite movie of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I went ahead and did a Shining double feature with this. Ooh, okay. So I uh, it, about, did you watch the director's about. cut? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, so I didn't watch the director's cut. I totally should have. Have you seen it? I wonder. It's like three hours, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, it's you're like the to, biggest I, fan of this movie and you haven't seen the director's cut? It's fucked up. Have you seen it? No, but I'm not the biggest fan of this movie. You are. You're the one who had it rated at your number one of last year. Well, like one okay, of the best well, I, movie years in the past, like, in like decades almost. What? 2019, it, it bro. One of, one of the best years. In a long time. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but Joker was on the. <laughs> Fuck off. The best. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, wait. The be- <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, 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 you don't like Joker, bro? Oh, number one movie of all time. Um, this is a Joker. <laughs> this is a Joker hate club podcast, actually. No, <laughs> I. I'm a joke. I'm a Joker believer. Uh, whatever. I'm a Joker believer. Whatever. Maybe we'll go into it another time. But, yeah, all right, you got anything else? Just kidding, it was fucking ass. 
else you watched this week? Trash. Um, what else I watched? So after that double feature, uh, okay, I, I, this is a recommend as well, but I watched The Endless. Uh, okay. A TV I, show? This right? is a, this is not a TV show, this is oh. a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a movie about uh, two brothers uh, going to a space cult, revisiting a space cult that they were in previously. Interesting. Um, like a, a UFO cult, more specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I guess, technically horror, but this is not like a jump scary movie. No, nothing crazy okay. like that. It's, this is a pretty subtle horror movie. This is uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, who um, are basically like just dudes who picked up a camera and started making movies. This right movie is, is low budget, but it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell, like the camera is not your like the greatest camera, but it looked it's it's framed really well. Uh, the sound is uh, theater quality. Uh, this movie um, is, is fantastic for the budget that it was on. Um, and it came out it came out 2018. It was my it was one of my favorites of 2018. Uh, and not many people saw it, and I had to rewatch it this week because it's been a while. And I just I, I had to put it on here because I gotta recommend this movie. Mm-hmm, not enough people sure. know about it. So right the on. endless. It's on Netflix. It usually is on Netflix. So check that out. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you got one more? Let's just let's 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 do this segment of three. Like three recommendations. If you got that. I, so you I got, got one more. I, I do have one more. Okay. Yeah, I do nope. actually. Okay. Let's hear uh, it. TV show Yellowstone. Okay. Okay. Uh, I haven't heard about this at all. What is this? I'm totally out of the loop on TV got, shows, as you know. It's got Kevin Costner in it. It's got um, nice. It's got what's his face? Uh, shit, I forgot. Pretty boy. Um, Pretty fuck, boy. I gotta look it up. I forgot his. Anyway, Yellowstone is about uh, like this big time, like uh, Wyoming, like rancher. He owns like mm-hmm. all this land and shit. And he's got this property, Yellowstone, where a bunch of people work. And he's basically like the mob boss in uh, nice. in Wyoming. And it's 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 okay. okay. Um, I'm recommending this because it's it's okay, but um, it's got three seasons already. Okay. But this is a Taylor Sheridan movie. Oh. Which is okay. Another movie. Sorry, it's a TV show. Yeah, yeah, I, Taylor um, Sheridan. Another name. Taylor Sheridan is a screenwriter who did Hell on High Water. That's right. And then he made, right. he, did a, he did another movie before that, but he made Wind River. Yes, uh, yeah. Which was an underrated, movie underrated movie a few awesome. years ago. The movie is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 really great. His for sure. record's pretty I, I, I definitely want to check this out now. Yeah, I, I love Wind River and Hell on High Water. This is sounds, this sounds yeah. cool. Yeah, and... And it's got some actors from it. Also, uh, Wes Bentley is the other name. That, okay, uh, is Rad. In it. Another big guy in it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, man, like That's Yellowstone, cool. it's a, uh, it's a recommend. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right on, right on. Nice. Sounds good, man. I definitely got to check all those out. For me, what I've been watching this past week, um, one of the movies that I watched that was. Um, Probably my favorite was Doctor Strangelove. Obviously, I got a video up on that, a closet quickie up oh on that goodness. on my YouTube. Got to plug the YouTube, obviously, for it. Doctor Strangelove, Jesus one of the Christ. best Kubrick movies ever. I talk about it in that. Do not shut on me for the shameless plug. Fuck you. I gotta rep it. This movie's awesome. Yeah. Check out my video on it. Um, yeah, that movie's killer. I also watched Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Have you seen that? It's a... Bat- I have not. The, Is that new? It's a, no, it's oh, an no, old Batman. So old. you know the original Batman the Animated Series? It was in, like, the early 90s. Uh, it's, it's, I, it's, I, a, it's based off that series. Yeah, it was made while that show was going on. It's basically just, like, an extended episode. And I think it oh, might... Oh, very cool. I think... Hot take. We might go into this on another day. Uh, I think it might be either the best Batman movie of all time or like in the top three. It's, I'm, it's insane. It's 
fucking awesome. Check it out. It's on All Netflix. Right. Batman: The Mask of Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yes, it's fucking I lo- I awesome. I love that fucking Warner Brothers style, yeah. bro. Yeah, it it's in so that good. really awesome style. It's got obviously Kevin Conroy in it. It's got some nice fucking nice. cameos in it too. Nice. It's a really great story. It's very Mark, emotional. Mark Hamill's the Joker in that, right? Is he? Yeah, not? but he's, he, not, he's not in that movie though. Uh, okay, he's just in the show. Very cool, man. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that I wanted to shout out was Force Majeure. I, so did you hear that movie Downhill that came out earlier this year? Yes. Was yeah, that, that the Will Ferrell Will movie. Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, shitty Will Ferrell movie. That was a remake. Shitty. Of, That's yeah, true, that was a remake of this movie. That It's a Swedish movie that came out in 2014. And this movie is mm-hmm. fucking incredible. It... I said this so much. It's real. People have been really making the comparison of it being like the European Wes Anderson, basically. If Wes Anderson was actually European or Swedish, it's it has this really dark humor style that a lot of people are thrown off by. I'm honestly thrown off by it at times. It's so weird, just uh, different cultures, different kind of comedic styles. Um, but it's mm-hmm. very funny, very emotional, beautifully shot. It's, I mean. I I don't I can't really think of any like great like snow movies I guess I know there are some but it's not off the top of my head but the way this movie shoots snow is just beautiful and I I definitely recommend it I think I caught it on Hulu it's it's don't watch Downhill watch Force Majeure movie is fucking awesome okay yeah very cool for sure. That's Fifth America needing to make a fucking remake. Dude, for all these the, this movie movies. came out in 2014. Why would they make yeah, a remake bro. six years? Unreal. Come on. Come I on, love Hollywood. you, Will Ferrell. I love you, Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus. But come on. Do better. Queen. Please. Write your own shit. Yeah, come on. I, I know you can. CS. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. They did this exact fucking thing with uh, uh, Untouchables. The. Uh, they made a remake called The Upside with uh, Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. Interesting. Of the, it was a French movie oh, that came out I, in 2010. I do remember that. I never watched they that. They remade it. But... Dude, it was like Damn. not good. <laughs> like, why would they do this? It's why do up. you do this? It's fucked up. Come on, America. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. Do better. Oh, All right. Seriously. Yeah. Anyway. That's it for the What We Watch section. Next time we'll do it better and we won't forget to do it before the topic of the week. Yes. All right. Now, Palm Springs. Movie review. Get out if you don't want spoilers. I want to dig into this. We watched this for the first time like two weeks ago and I still haven't talked to Nick about this movie. What did you think, man? What What do you think about this movie? Obviously, it was at your top five, so... This was number five. Uh, Palm Springs is a Lonely Island production. Is that yep, a meme or yep. is that real? Uh, it's okay. real. It's real. And they had the uh, Sony Classics uh, meme it, logo was... at the front. I thought was kind of funny. I, I thought that was cute. Yeah, <laughs> it was cute. Um... That's a lot of this movie. That's how. You, that's a good way to describe most of this movie. Is it's oh, yeah, really absolutely. cute. Yeah, uh, especially J.K. Simmons. Um, <laughs> unironically. Um, 100%. Yeah, fucking Palm Springs is great. Uh, this is Lonely Island. The last movie was Popstar. Did you see yeah, that Yeah, so I think they've only done Hot Rod, okay. Popstar, and this. And so I've seen all three. Um, I love all of them. I think they're all great. Oh, Hot Rod, yeah. Hot Rod is Damn. fucking hilarious. Okay. Popstar is okay. amazing. I love satires. Uh, movie's great. Dude, yeah, it's I, I honestly fantastic. think, jumping honestly into a hot take quickly, uh, Palm Springs oh might God. be one of my favorite uh, rom-coms. Might be, okay. I think Palm Springs is the best rom-com of the past, like, decade. Okay. I, that's not true, but okay. Like, Game Night. I mean, that's subjective. And I don't, like I don't know. It's, it's, one of my, it's one of the best. <laughs> okay, what do I say? I, 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 I don't I even think, think so. That's like, so subjective. You're going to have a ton of Okay, people, obviously uh, it's subjective, but I'm saying I really that. love this movie. Like I said, I just rewatched this yesterday. I Word I up. really have very little issues with this movie. I, the first time I watched it, I'm like, 
I need to rewatch this before I talk about it on the podcast because I can't think of any issues I have with it. And on this rewatch, I, yes, I did have a little bit. Of, uh, I, I did have some, which I'll go into. But it did almost solidify my view and how fucking great this movie really is. I think the okay. script is one of the best parts about it. The script is perfect, airtight, does not waste a line. Every line is so, so comedic, so funny, I think. I, I think the comedy does not let up in the best possible way, whether it's straight-up comedy or dark comedy mixing in with like the, the dark, interesting themes that the movie does go into, which I think um, really do elevate this movie for me, those deep, interesting themes um, of like isolation, you know? Really what it means to be truly isolated. Um, is just something that is insanely relatable during these times. <laughs> this movie really did come out at the perfect time, I think. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. I was like, I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, uh, this is the perfect quarantine movie. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Side note, Vivarium, very good quarantine movie as well. Depends <laughs> yes, if you yes. like horror. Okay, okay. But okay. yeah, Palm Springs is, uh, especially if you're lonely during this quarantine, Palm Springs might make you cry. Uh, the it's, love it's pretty, between... Christian, Mil- Kristen Milioti and Andy Samberg are so good in their I've, relationship. Have you so seen good. her before? So, yeah. You say I, you haven't... So, oh, no, I had. So, I, I obviously, I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. Love that movie. She's in that. Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I recognize right. her from that. And then the other thing that I recognize her from is How I Met Your Mother. Um, oh, oh. I, I, have you seen How I Met Your Mother? No. Um, but, oh, there's a bunch of big-time people from yeah, that. Yeah, spoil- uh, whatever. spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. Sorry. Uh, the show's I'm, been out for a long oh, time. She's the titular she's mother. The mother. She's the mother. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and that's yeah, funny. yeah. But she's this is. I think this is really her like standout role for sure. Out of I was looking through her filmography. I think this is definitely the thing that's gonna put her on the map a lot bigger. She was just phenomenal in this movie. I think she is better than Andy Samberg. He does a great job. By far his best performance too, I believe. Um, where he really does show Maybe. some strong emotional sides that I think he never has shown to uh, this level before. But Christian Milioti, I think, still does better. Be- I mean, I don't know. I'm just in love with her. <laughs> she's, no, she's, she's so amazing. She's amazing. She's like the perfect uh, uh, big titty goth girl girlfriend, <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> I would say, uh, <laughs> say more like like yeah. uh, like manic pixie dream type uh, type beat. Not you know totally. Uh, but 100%. I get what you, I get no, what you're meaning though. though. <laughs> uh, I gotta be I gotta be real I gotta be real with you though. She was in the first episode of the season three premiere of Black Mirror. Oh, uh, it was a season three. It might have been season four. Uh, and yeah. she was she she played a character that was. Basically, I'm not going to spoil the episode, but she was basically exploited very heavily Mm -hmm. by a certain character in that in that episode, and I was like, oh my god, I cannot forget like the scenes and shit that she experienced in that episode, uh, this whole movie because I'm like, oh, she's so hot, but I'm like, oh, like I feel gross after seeing Mm -hmm. that episode of her, and I I feel like I'm never gonna get that off of me i don't know why yeah but she's in that and she's she's actually fantastic in that black mirror uh i forget what it's called but it was basically like a star trek mm-hmm. ripoff thing but yeah Dope. it was uh yeah she's great mm-hmm. fantastic yeah she's so she's really great in this uh something that i loved even more in this rewatch was um the directing from fucking what's his name max barslow i think it was. Um, this was his directorial debut alongside um, the guy oh, who really? wrote the script. It was his, um, I think, like first script debuting, I guess. Yeah, Max Barbacow. And um, Andy Ciara. Yeah, Andy Ciara, the writer. I'm pretty sure this is their first um, like debuts on both of those, they did really great. As I was saying, Interesting. really airtight, perfect script. I love these hour and thirty, perfect hour and thirty length uh, comedy, like dramedy movies. You know, that's the perfect length. Yeah. This movie really I'd does uh, exactly, and uh, and it really we can go takes to spoilers, it. It really right? takes 
Oh, for sure. It really takes full advantage of that that full 95 minutes, I think. It doesn't waste a beat. Um, if, if, uh, I agree 100%. If we're going into the spoilers, I want to talk about J.K. Simmons' character. Yeah. Um, wait, oh, sorry. Uh, I wanted to say something about the directing. Um, I really just think it's, it's oh, really for incredible it. how, uh, for a first-time director, uh, not only just how beautifully he captures these landscapes, but how um, he mm. does... Um, he, it, it is very obvious, a visual style that he is slowly starting to build up, even in this first viewing, or of this first movie he has. He does have this unique visual style that I think was really interesting, and it worked a lot for this movie, specifically. And there were lots of mirrored shots of people looking straight into the camera. There's so many scenes in this movie of people just looking straight into the camera and talking, which is kind of... It's really interesting and a really ballsy thing to do, but I think it really adds to the emotional level of this movie that elevates it, you know, from being just a comedy, I believe. And there's also just some really interesting shots. Um, the I love uh, when she throws him like the millionth birthday party. There's like uh, obviously those frame shots I was talking about of them looking straight on to the camera. Then there's the shot of him, yeah. and it, he it almost does like like a dolly to the side of him like sliding up to her he's not like walking he like slides to her it's weird and the camera mm -hmm. slides with him and it's just so cool and it just really mm -hmm. shows that this guy um knows what he wants to do and um has the confidence to do it and i i definitely am excited for more stuff that he's gonna shoot for sure very cool yeah no uh i wanted to get into some Spoiler stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so if you don't know about this movie, uh, it's a basically Groundhog Day type, mm -hmm. yes. uh, where uh, out of Andy Samberg's uh, character, he's been trapped is... in this time loop for a long time, and he accidentally yeah. traps someone else in the time loop with him, and it follows them together. But there's a third yeah, character so... who's also trapped in it. Who you learn and might potentially a fourth that we'll talk about in a bit. But um, um, yeah, yeah. So they're they're like in a wedding, right? They're experiencing this wedding day for uh, what's her face's sister? Uh, um, I think Sarah's sister, Tala. Sarah, Sarah. Was it? Jeez, oh, what's Andy Samberg's name? Uh, Niles. Nihilist. Niles. Niles. I like the kind of wordplay there. Oh, like, nah, Jesus. That's a little... That's a, little yeah. a lot of this movie, I it does take away at points, but it really doesn't affect me that much. It, a lot of this movie is really, on, uh, you know, on the nose, on the top of the head, very just like, wow, whoa, explaining exactly what's happening, even though I do love that scene of them... We'll get into J.K. Simmons after this. The scene where she crashes into J.K. Simmons and they're getting arrested and they're talking on the side of the road. Ooh. That scene is really like on the nose uh, <laughs> with uh, some of the themes of the movie. But go, uh, go it, it does that. it in go, an interesting way, though. Go into that scene and explain what you're, you're just talking about there. Because mm -hmm. we can go right into that. I yeah, love that scene. Um, yeah, I, I just think... Uh, I mean, he literally gives just, like, this uh, monologue. Like, you know, um, one of the main themes of the movie is how what we do affects ourselves. Even if it doesn't affect others, it still can affect you. And so it really is about um, living your life in, the, in a way that you not only can um be happy with yourself and be happy with others around you and the mm -hmm. movie kind of it talks about those themes it literally just states them straight up in his little speech to her which i think works great some people don't like i understand and i would say there are times in this movie that i think could attest to weak writing honestly um in some parts of uh being just really on the nose really specific just kind of giving that exposition where it uh you could have just shown it in a more interesting way um the thing is though with that um those those were kind of like those things that i found on this repeat viewing um but those things didn't take away from it still too much just because of the the humor and the love that is shown between the, our two characters 
is really the driving force of this movie, and that's the reason why I love it so much, is I'm, I'm a huge sucker for rom-coms, and like I said, I think this is probably the best rom-com of the past decade. Um, mm. I really think it, it, it just, their love and characters, uh, and the way that they portray the characters, and the writing, and the way that they interact with each other, and everything that goes on, and how those tie into the themes and such like that, I really think this movie is just so, so tight, uh, and it's writing in the way that it um, shows its story, you know? I agree. I, I, so I don't think those things really uh, lower it, it at all. Much. Exactly, they don't hinder it sure. too much, for sure. Yeah, sure. I, I do agree with you. There are like moments where sometimes I'm like, the fact that you explained to me that these were like first time writers, this is their first movie, uh, made a little bit of sense. Because there were a few times where I was like, oh, that's like some weird, like, I don't know. Like, I found like millennial humor. I don't know how to explain it, but like. I- yeah, like, I get that. I'm not looking for a movie full of Zoomer humor, but I'm looking for, like, <laughs> normalcy and not, yeah, like, yeah. weird shit that people think is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were a few times in there, but, like, it wasn't anything significant. Yeah. I didn't even worry about it uh, because this movie story is, is pretty fucking amazing. And uh, I want to get to J.K. Simmons. This motherfucker yes. is badass oh in this God. movie. He um, is I, so oh, good. Shit. I love J- yeah, man, I love J.K. Simmons in general. I always forget. Uh, it's crazy. I, I don't know how I always forget how fucking hilarious J.K. Simmons is. His oh my comedic God, yeah. chops are just impeccable, and every Not single scene that, he, he, every single scene in this movie, he steals away, uh, in every aspect. He's so good. He, he he's not only funny, but he's he's got that like straight man. Mm-hmm. Type uh, look the, to the him. The scene so with uh, when Niles comes over and they're chatting in the yard. God, that scene is just so honest yeah. and so and like the perfect. Lead up, the lead it's so up to fucking that is funny. Like, it, it's it's great, and it's also really like touching too. But the lead up to that is uh, the story is uh, J.K. Simmons' character got fucking duped by Niles, kinda, and when they were like going out on one of Niles's like crazy binges mm-hmm. during the wedding, because he's been in the loop forever, they mm-hmm. went out and. Miles kind of accidentally took him into the he, cave and he, basically he trapped him, him in there. Trapped himself in the cave. And, and, and you understand, and that's the great thing about his character and so many of the other side characters in this movie, is you understand all of their motives and emotions, I believe. I, I think, actually, sure. it does lack a little bit on some certain characters. Um, I think they could have expanded on more, some members of the family, but for the most part, all the side characters, especially J.K. Simmons' character, you really understand um, their thought process and their emotions and what they're going through and their actions, and it's so perfectly shown through J.K. Simmons out of all of them, mainly. Yeah, I agree. Actually, going back to like the family and all, all the characters, like uh, all the characters at the wedding... Um, there were like like the there was like ten consistent consist consistent like characters that she would see throughout, and th- I thought they were all great. Yeah, I thought I, they were all. I, like, I, I agree. All their lines were very I, funny. The, the most dad, um, this dentist glues teeth. I I love oh, the shit, dad. Yeah. It's so so we found fucking the dentist that glues teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> just, all the side characters really are so vibrant. The only ones I it, I, I, I kind of wish they could have maybe expanded more on is honestly the husband, he was kind of just a a real piece of shit, which is obviously fine. And I kind of wish they went maybe more into Misty a little bit, but like I still really like those characters. That's the thing is like I'm saying I, these things don't take away from the these are really me being nitpicky. You know? Of course, of course. I, I it's interesting that you say that because. I kind of, I like opposite. Like, I, I dig that there's subtle, like, mm-hmm. uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Subtle, subtle, like, lines and stuff. I like that, uh, this goes back to the relationship. I like that there's, like, no dragging scenes or, like, long periods of time. Oh, like, for sure. This moping. movie moves quick, you know? It moves movie... very quickly, and... Yeah. And I dig it because it's, it's, it's not, it's not And it doesn't feel sappy. fast-paced, though. It doesn't feel rushed. 
everything everything feels like it gives enough time to talk about uh, everything it needs I mean, the, for the, the most part. The ending kind of feels rushed, but it, it wraps it up good. Um, I I, I disagree. Go- yeah, I I really do really? think the ending is pretty perfect. Yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, but as I was saying, I go back to the husband where he basically his only lines in the movie are like wanting to fight with Niles and then crying in the shower. And I thought that was perfect because I thought that was hilarious both times. I also want to shout out yeah. the, the PTSD character. Uh, Connor O'Malley. Yeah. Was that, was that, wait, was that Connor O'Malley? That's Connor O'Malley, O'Malley bro. No way. Yo, that, that was Connor O'Malley. Yo, that makes he is perfect so, sense. He is so bro, good. That makes he is like, perfect sense. I love sense. Connor O'Malley. Dude, he, he was in, so funny. Bro, he was in Portland. Did you see that shit? For real? That's insane. Yeah, bro. He's, oh Connor O'Malley is Dude. so funny. And yeah, no, of yeah, he, he plays the PTSD no, character. Hey. Take me back to the Great Lakes. I should <laughs> never come here. Right, but he's going to the parties throwing the elbows. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so holy good. shit. That's crazy. Yo, I didn't even know that he's, was him. He's perfect. He's perfect in this movie for sure. Uh, Nobody knows who that is, by the way. I uh, know. I you only he, know that. Because you're a leftist, so... <laughs> I'm a leftist uh, who's addicted to Twitter. That's why I know Connor Exactly. O'Malley. Yeah. Dude, that guy's wild. If He's anyone so knows funny. who that is, you, you so know. Funny. If you know, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. I didn't even know that was him, though. That's yeah, man. wild. I was just about to bring him um, up, too. That's so funny. Yeah, he's awesome. That's, yeah, that's so, awesome. I really hope he gets more roles after this. I think this is probably one of his first movie roles. Yeah. Sure. That's... If he could do some crazy mm-hmm. shit, I, I would love to see it. That'd be, yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, you you wanted to talk about uh, oh, grandma? Um, yeah, I yeah, I wanted to talk about grandma. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I the first time I watched this, I might just be the biggest dumbass on earth, but I just completely missed all the fucking cues that they gave us to grandma being a part of the time loop. And on the second mm-hmm. watch, I am fully convinced that she is a part of it for sure. But mm-hmm. what I actually think this time, I don't think she's a part of it. In the sense of she's a part of the time loop, I do like to think of it in the sense of she's almost part of it as like a moderator, because like how the mm. fuck could she? How could she have known that they made that she like made that plan to escape that night? You know, I don't think they really explained that. I so I kind of think about it her almost as like death, some sort of moderator to like this purgatory type realm, basically. And I, I do think the realm wow. does operate on the multi uh, multi universe type theory. Yeah. Um. That I, I think that's proven with the end scene with J.K. Simmons because he's still in it, or Niles is still in it, but he doesn't remember. So I think that proves that every single time they wake up or like get revived or something, it's them like waking up in a new multiverse, basically. Interesting. I, I I think that's what do you, yeah, do you end, agree? Ending, like do, it does do you agree with that? I, I I think the J.K. Simmons scene at the end kind of proves the whole multiverse thing, and then the whole thing with de- Grandma basically being death and being the moderator to Purgatory is just kind of an idea that I just got of on this time because I that's more so realized that she definitely was a part of it and. I just think Maybe. that does make it a more interesting uh, way to think about the movie, honestly. My theory to that was, like, Grandma's basically, like, in her past her prime. She's uh, at one of probably the nicest times of her life, watching her granddaughter get married, old as fuck. And she, like, she probably got trapped. In time loop. She, she could have just gotten trapped there. there. Like, I mean... On you know feel, one of Niles like is like crazy benders you know as, maybe, as shown. Maybe. I feel like she's probably been there. Benders, like. I feel like she's probably been there longer. Oh uh, uh, yeah, she was in there before I, Niles. You think? Yeah, uh, I, but I also feel like she's contempted there. Like she's happy to be in there because she's old as fuck and she's spending the t- mm-hmm. best like day with her family. The movie is really good because it doesn't spend too much time on the scientific stuff. It spends enough time oh, where it makes to- you satisfied totally on it, yeah. but it doesn't spend too much time where it gets bogged down and annoying and boring, you know? It gives you just the right amount, I think, to make sense. I agree. To make sense and also be engaging and entertaining, which is impressive agree. and, yeah. 
it's it's an open-ended book really and it, you totally mm-hmm. it, there's room for interpretation and that's really fun mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah i think there's lots of interpretation in this movie which is why i think i i, I really think it'll hold up you know i held up on the second viewing i think it'll hold the test of time i really just think it's such a really engaging beautiful hilarious story um mm-hmm yeah, it's a good, good reason why it's on our top five of the year. That's, that's really all I've got to say about it. I mean, you want to go into some final thoughts? You got any any last things you'd like to say about it, and then I'll go. Um, About this movie, I think it's really fucking cool that this movie was available on Hulu. Yeah, very, very glad about that. To see it. it was like, so like cool. you saw how it was picked up from Hulu at Sundance. It was like one of the biggest deals at a Sundance ever or something like that. Bro, I had no idea this movie was a thing until like you Really? Told yeah. Me. Well, same same yeah. here. I I literally watched it the day I heard about it and then I texted you I about did, it. I, but I and then I I've, I've heard about it from like other podcasts and shit like that about how yeah, it played at Sundance okay. was like had, like people went crazy and loved it at Sundance obviously. And then Hulu bought it in one of like the biggest acquisitions uh, like a festival ever or some shit like that. It was crazy. Which is Very huge cool. props to the director and writer first times with this incredible movie uh, getting an opportunity like that is awesome. Props to them. Yeah. I really love this it's movie. Very it's it's very impressive. Uh, and if I had to say anything else uh, about the people behind it, uh, I hope their next movie is a horror or horror comedy because I think this crew can uh, do something really Yeah, cool I hope with this that. director and writer stick together. I think they've really um, highlighted each other's skills in an interesting way, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. Um, let's give this movie a score. Uh, I gave. Oh, God. <laughs> I know you hate to give the movie scores. I I love to do it though. We gotta do it. I rate everything okay. off of the I, five star I, rating as I, I do it on Letterboxd. Yes. Um. I I get it. I I personally view the five star rating sort of as you feel like the ten scale rating. Um. But I. I gave, don't even like that. I know. I know. I I gave this movie uh, a four and a half stars though, which would be a nine out of ten. I really think there are just some like nitpicky stuff in the movie and some interesting first-time writer stuff that I do think weigh it down just a slight bit. But because of everything else that I love so much about it, I I had to give it a nine. I really really enjoyed this. Nice. How about you? Yeah. So I I don't really like the numbers <laughs> scoring. I particularly like give it whatever rating you F want. Scoring. Do it. So we're gonna do that. I'll try to convert it. Um. So I'm gonna get this movie. Probably I'm gonna give it a solid A minus. Oh right. Uh, right. yeah. Which I would say is probably like like uh, an eight or nine, honestly. Eight and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, movie's really good. Uh, I did have some issues with some of the writing, but it was nothing that stuck on to me, and I just mm-hmm. ended up. I, if I watch it again the same week, that means it's good. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, woo, wraps it up. That's it. All right, that's the Yay. end of the. Fu- yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the fucking. <laughs> that's the end of the show. This is in the closet with Jacob Nestor. This week we're joined with Nick. Nick's probably gonna be here every week. He's just a co-host basically. We'll be having random guests on whenever the movie for next week. First time letting Nick know this as well. Movie for next week is Sorry to Bother You. Um, oh, fuck save, yeah. Save our I thoughts love this for that movie. movie. Yeah. I'm not even going to uh, say cra- anything. Let's go. Crazy, crazy movie. Crazy movie for sure. going to be talking about that next week, hopefully. You can catch me on social media, either at JacobNestor568 or the official socials for the podcast in the closet WJN at Instagram and Twitter. You can catch the podcast. I post it through Anchor. Anchor, great podcast uh, um, app. Um, Shout out Anchor. Shout out Anchor. It'll be on, obviously, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, um, and whatever things it distributes on there, a bunch of other podcasting websites. So check it out there. It'll also be on YouTube. Check out the YouTube. I post my own short film stuff I post on there sometimes, as well as the video cast for this podcast, as well as my Closet Quickie series. It's my short review series where I just, movies I don't want to wait until the podcast that I want to get into spoiler-free right then. I do it then. I got two up right now. I'll hopefully be having a few more up soon. 
Closet Quickies, check out the YouTube channel, Jacob Nestor. All the links will be in the description below. That's it. Nick, you got to plug anything? Shout out uh, anything? I don't really, I'm not going to shout out anything other than my letterbox. Uh, Nick underscore uh, sailing on letterbox. Go check that out if you want. I sometimes put movie reviews <laughs> up there, but. Right on. You know, do your thing. Yeah. All right. That can I, I, I had a episode. good time, man. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, obviously, this episode's super scrappy, you know, a little shitty. It's okay. Kind of scuff. We'll, we'll, a little scuff, but we made it through it. It's okay. Next week will be better. We'll hopefully have the better setup. No matter what, we'll be better at doing it. Um, thanks we for might checking do us this, out. Uh, we might do this sometime in person, too, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to try different things. We live, things. About, we live about, about 50 20. minutes away. Yeah, oh. about that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, thanks for checking out the show. Check us out on everything, and we'll see you guys next week. Yep, that's it. Cool.